Welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. Boy, oh boy, we as a collective unit have had such a successful one and a half months of the year. Um, the band is back together. Shout out to Huss. Man, uh, where we left off with the people? Uh, we gave them live from the A, part two. Um, track trivia too. Um, man, yo, the feedback I'm getting from that is amazing. I appreciate everybody that uh tuned in to that, man. Um, like I said, the band's back together. So, uh, Stacy and Norm, what's up? How's everything? Everything is good. Um, you know, I'm just getting ready for Thursday. Making sure the episode is ready. Um, like you said, shout out to her. He actually will be on uh, this week's episode. It's kind of like two damn siblings arguing. But <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Norm, real quick, man. Drop two singles on him, man. Kind of crazy. How you feeling? What's, what's the feedback yeah, you're getting? Man. See if this works. Yeah, buddy, we back in business. Uh, but yeah, um, Norm, a lot of my female listeners are inquiring about you in in your deep voice. Nominal fee, 
Tell her what you need to hear in your life, and I'm pretty sure he'll present it to you. There you go, you know what I mean? We all adults. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yo. So, yeah, you know, live from the A. But, yeah, the singles. What's going on with the singles, man? Um, How you, how you feeling? Dropping two of them. Oh, man. Uh, when it comes to born, what is the female um the female perspective that you're getting from the record? Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Chicks is loving it. They like yo, it's, it's so conscious. Like you, you saying this, you saying that. Like it's, I guess, cause it's not you know something like too serious. I think you know what I mean they can kind of see what I'm talking about, and it. it's kind of like I'm I'm poking fun at chicks. Like yo, you. Distracted, you know what I mean, with this bullshit and trying to give you something real, you know what I mean? And being, uh, them being aware of that is really dope to me because I ain't want nobody to get offended, you get what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I'm not out here, like, oh, you a dummy or this, that, and that. Now, I'm not talking crazy. I'm just like, yo, I'm trying to show you something and you distracted with the, you know what I mean? You're trying to keep up with the Joneses and saying I'm boring because that's, you know, you comparing me to that. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much, you know what I mean, what it is. And they, they caught it. I'm, I'm just happy that they caught that shit, bro. Like, I was surprised, honestly. I didn't think females was really going to bang with it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think a lot of people was going to bang with it because it's not my usual, you know what I mean, style or sound or whatever. But it's a dope fucking song. I wrap my ass off on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Um... Real quick, uh, Stacy, your last episode. Your last episode. Yeah, you 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 gave some bars. You gave you gave some bars. I had to listen to that. One way to work. No, your dead ass no. I was like, I I was him to a certain degree. You're like. <laughs> It was like watching Insecure, like, I too was a fuckboy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta check yourself, yo. Know, it's real. I, 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 I wish Stacey brings those points, man. Yeah, like, man. It's, it's humbling. Yeah. It's, 
So, uh, fortunately, if he just had the tendencies, at least you know, like, if you're a narcissist, you probably wouldn't even pick that up, like, in real life. Like, you have the tendencies, you know, especially, like, in day and age and social media and people are starting, like, it's starting to raise people looking for validation, so, you know, they want the attention. So, at that point, you're getting, like, the tendencies. But if you just all out narcissistic and a, a sociopathic or a sociopath, that shit would have just been like, oh, okay, that's interesting, so the fuck one, I'm going to keep going. It's just different kind of tendencies sometimes, but people mm-hmm. just fucked up. Period. It was good to hear Trina back on the podcast. Hi, girl. Man, you guys, you guys together. I'm telling you, Styles P and and Jada kissing beans. I mean, not kissing beans. Uh, Jay and beans. That's right. Yeah. What if I call a little Broad Street bullyish? Yeah. With a hair flip. <laughs> what a hair flip. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's let's jump into this. This is the Valentine's Day edition of Point .5. Um, I'm actually using uh, my, my guy, Mouse, from over there at Relevant Regular Podcast. Um, you can catch them weekly, Relevant Regular, uh, Apple Music. I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, any of your streaming podcast sites. Um, they are a part of that. Um, him and his, him and his co-host, uh, HY, um, I've been on the show, I believe, twice now, or um, once or twice. Uh, pretty good guys, man. I've known, I've known them for a while, uh, since I was younger, actually. But their most recent episode actually came out, episode 62, Prosper, Prosperity. Um, Charm City Buyers, featuring Charm City Buyers. Um, but yeah, so I went to his Apple Music. I was looking through everybody, my favorite mix. My plan for this week was to actually, well, last week, I was trying to listen to any and everything slow R&B-ish. So my playlist would be like, you know, real sad and sappy for the episode. That didn't work out. I ended up with... uh. What was that? Uh, part two, uh, Panda Part Two, Kanye, and I knew it was a rap after that. Looking at the playlist, like all my shit, all my shit is upbeat. Ain't nobody crying. Ain't nobody sad. I think a few niggas get shot. Um, yeah. So I, I had like, I had really good songs. So it's like I, we could very well do a really good point five off of this. I even had Fatty Girl on here. Um, yeah, I know, right? Uh, I had Get At Me, Dog. I had Trophies. I had a lot, a lot of great songs, but I'm like, let me go through other people's playlists. And, um, I actually stumbled across, I seen Stacy's first and I was like, damn, this is pretty good. It's nice and sappy. It's not really like Stacy. So this works, but <laughs> Stacy does have the final pick for the 25th song. It is the Brown Sugar Special pick because we are replacing Robert Kelly. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's go to um, my man Mouse's first song. Uh, we actually call him Marky Mark, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, his first song. He has, uh, let's see, boom, boom, boom. I'm sorry, good people. I'm trying to find the correct playlist. I got too much save when it comes to people playlists nowadays. Everybody got their 
my favorite mix. All right, he has Usher do it to me. Pause. Confessions. What effect did Confessions album have on R&B at that particular time? Uh, I don't want to say the whole goddamn album. Bad Girl, Superstar, Caught Up, Burnt. I I don't know if I think Yeah was the first song. Was Yeah okay, the first song? Okay. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. See, I forgot that was on that. That's what, see, that's what I'm saying. That album right there, period. Just that shit changed the whole climate because we was in high school. You know what I mean? And we literally was in class playing that album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That shit, yeah. Like, this came out in 2004. Yeah. As I remember, um, I remember one of my first girlfriends, we were kids, bro, and she played this song every night. Every night. That's when you stay on the phone every night until you fall asleep. You tired? No, I'm not tired. You swinging your leg, So what if so what if I kissed you? What would you have did? What would you have did? Oh, nothing. Oh, man. Yo, shout out to her. Shout out to the MS Day. Because that, that's, yo, that's like a really, a really good friend now. I'm so glad we adults. We be laughing at the stupid shit we did. Uh, Jesus Christ. I'll talk about that on another episode. But anyway. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Stacey, what, what is your thoughts on confession? What is your thoughts on Usher as an artist? Oh, man. I mean, shit. He grew up with us. Uh, and he never goes away because like even that project that he had with Zaytoven that shit was good um he's just talented in that way where he can stay timeless without selling himself out Mm -hmm. so I can always say that I'm an Usher fan regardless of whatever scandal he has around him but I mean yeah regardless of whatever scandal he has around him but yeah that's how I feel about Usher Mm. so next up we have Black 808 (laughs) Yeah, it's a hell of a playlist. This is a hell of a playlist. Yeah, here's Black. Alright, now... One of them, the one in the middle, is that the one y'all was talking about? Yeah, she's the one on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta now. Lord have to, mercy. What's it called? What is it? What is it? Uh, from from uh, Velvet Devoe, a new edition. Oh, Ronnie, uh, I think. Uh, that's what Ronnie. I mm-hmm. Ronnie. Yeah, that's Ronnie. Yeah, that song is really horrible that they got together. Yeah, I'm not. 
Um, they were discovered or brought to the forefront by Lisa Left Out Lopez, the late Lisa Left Out Lopez. Um, the one on the left, on I'm looking at the album cover. The one on the left actually passed. Uh, yeah, she she was um she had a she has a, a son with corrupt. Oh wow! From Dog Pound. Yeah, I do remember that. That's the one. Yeah. Remember that back in the day, bingo. Yeah, cause I remember the song. Uh, mm, I'm sorry, it's over. It's over now. Move over. Yeah. Shout out the uh, corrupt. Oh yeah, the gang shut down, suckers. <laughs> Damn son. Yeah, man. Like that was, that was uh, that was. This is around like the TRL era. You know, so it was like, I'm not sure, like, the contents of the album, though. This this couldn't have came out in 2007. This is wrong. Oh, no way. It must have been re reissued. Then. Yeah, they had oh. like Yeah, I think this is, uh. Let me look at something. Yeah, okay, so this came out in 99. 99, bomb. Yeah, that makes Ooh. sense. Do y'all do y'all remember the song that they had with NSYNC? No. Oh baby, bring it all to me. That was with NSYNC. Yeah, right. That's crazy. That's crazy. Damn. Wow. What, what song did Candy write for them that went platinum? I know Candy wrote a song for them that went platinum. What song was that? Might be that. I don't know. Really? That was NSYNC. I'm not sure. I don't remember NSYNC being on that though. It's Probably in the cut. Yeah, right, that's an instinct. Instinct was an unstoppable force. Shout out to Justin Timberlake for moving oh, right. on and pretty much destroying all of that. Yeah, but yeah, um, <laughs> we don't even have boy bands no more. Nope. No. We really don't. Do you feel like the kids miss out on stuff like that though? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. Fucking, if you look at our like boy band, girl, like, group craze and all that shit, nigga, that shit put mad shit in the business, you look at Word Up magazine and all that type of shit, like, that shit was a whole era, you know what I mean, from chicks dressing the way they were dressing, and niggas hating Bow Wow, cause all the chicks loved them, and just, I mean, B2K, like, look at them niggas, B2K about to fucking bang off all over again, and like, mm-hmm. kids don't know nothing about, I mean, nothing about it, like I said, just, multiple, just groups, period, you don't see Why do I know that song? Why do I know that song, yo? Wait, wait, wait. Start a whole. We can start a oh, duo. We can be like rough ends, yo. They, they not ready for that shit. They want to shut down the fucking planet. That's <laughs> it. What? We could be rough ends, yo. We could be total call. We just talked about Norman's voice in the beginning. Remember how boys the men always. Yes, yo. Yeah, yeah, girl. What he said in his voice. 
Ya, 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 ya. Yo, shit. We might just drop a surprise out with like Beyonce and shit. Bonus track on Class of 99. Yes, sir. Total call. Call us Total Call. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, I'm definitely, definitely going there. That's going to be a hashtag now. But, uh, yeah, moving along, we got the late, great Luther Van Jones, Stop to Love. Yes, Lord. Shout out to you, Mouse, for having great listening habits. Would be long as shit. Yeah, this this shit is dumb long too. <laughs> he get hype. Save my love. <laughs> uh, what? Where does? Okay, where does Luther Vandross rank? Who? Who comes before Luther Vandross as far as great R and B singers, and who comes after L- Luther Vandross in regards to great R and B singers? Could you see doing music with Luther Vandross if he was alive today? Mm, 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 mm. I don't know, because these R&B dudes don't be talking about nothing deep. Right. <sighs> Maybe Daniel Caesar. That would probably be the only Woo! person that I know of right now that actually makes like, deep R&B music. the dream writing for Luther Vandross? Writing, yeah. Singing next to him? Hell no. Right, right. right. Yeah, writing, but mm-mm. Luther be like, mm-mm, I got this one. <laughs> I got right, this. Right. Put, your, put your auto-tune down. I got the rest. <laughs> no, Mr. Mr. Vandross, I can't do this. No. <laughs> yeah, so who we got next? Ooh, next we have Hurry Up This Way Again. The Stylistics. Just listen to the beginning. Identify who used this sample, please. Yeah, I got that old man snacks with the side roll with the cheese and the smile. 
it's so soulful. Y'all don't know nothing about this. These young boys don't know nothing about this. Yeah, it's the juice everywhere. <laughs> See, that's Norm Park. That's me right there. But Norm get get the undertone. See the all what did I call this? Total out, total call, total call, total call. <laughs> okay, stylistics. Um, what do you think about like older older music being sampled currently? Do you feel like it's appreciated and people like go and do the proper research of who is being sampled? Yeah, because look at uh Meek album. Yeah, Meek album is a good example of sampling old school songs and people being interested. Like, I've had conversations. Like, there were a lot of conversations, as a matter of fact, about around his samples, mm -hmm. around championships. So he did a good job. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know for a fact, just looking at different Twitter conversations and all that, people like, oh, you know what I mean? Where did sample from? Or did you hear this? You know what I mean? This producer flipped, flipped this song and whatnot. Like, on Twitter's heavy, like, has a have a thread of the original song, you know what I'm saying? Be like, yo, sample flip and go from there. So that shit is, um, that shit is dope. If you're on Twitter, I advise you to start following more music heads. Just, uh, it's, it's a lot of, it's like, it's almost like SoundCloud, you know what I mean? Because you know how Apple Music is like the, the mainstream. We get shit when it's already out, you know what I mean? But it's a little, you know, a little bit more exclusive. So yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of, man, sample, bro. I'm big on samples and it's like a, like an ill orgasm when I hear the the original song and be like, yo, this where you got that from? Like, that shit is always, that's always fun. Mm. I, I, I love hearing, I love hearing like older music. I remember growing up when my dad used to cut our hair in the basement. He would, he has his record player and he had all these vinyls. That's actually where I first, uh, first heard the original Marvin Gaye music. He had it on the vinyl. And he played it for us, and I was. It was around the time that Eric, B, I mean, sorry, Eric Sermon had sampled it, and I was like, I'm so amazed as a kid. And it's like, you know, and you know the the downfall about people sampling when it comes to fans that people don't buy physical copies anymore, so they aren't able to look in the credits like we did growing up. And then find out who did it. I mean, title does provide who sampled what and the writing credits, but it's it just seems so hard because not to say that this generation is dumb, but they don't really like looking for shit, even unless they're interested in it. Yeah, man. It's hell that you say that because that was half the reason I would buy album back in the day. Like they had dope artwork, and then you crack it open and see what's in the inserts and all that in the booklet and. Like you said, you're looking at the credits, so like so-and-so produced this song, uh, samples, I mean, taken from this song, whatever. And then it's a, like a whole other element. You're seeing all these other names on the song, the Wiz, or see, you listening to a Beyonce album, Destiny Child album back in the day, and you like, yo, Stevie Wonder wrote on this or some shit, you know what I mean? It's just mad different names that you had no idea, and now it's just, you just get the song, you know what I mean? It's kind of, yeah, that shit kind of bland. Yes, that's why I love going to um 
I love going to uh what's it call it? Um uh Soundgarden downtown. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, so I, that's like musical heaven. Stacy, if you ever get a chance to come up here, that is definitely something that uh you that's really want to visit. Oh, I'm coming up there before the end of the year. Please believe that. Oh, bet, bet, bet. Yeah, that's definitely some place we can take you. You would definitely fall in love with just like how much music they have in there. I got my sister this um this uh what is it? This um Ghostface, Ghostface, uh, Iron Man Collection Edition, similar to the one that I sent y'all that my OG got. Um, it's, it's like a leather book and it comes in this wooden case. It, it was, it's amazing. It's so amazing. Yeah, something like that. It was written. That, that, that made me think of. Cause as soon as you said sister, that made me think of my. That's like her favorite rap album of all time. That mm -hmm. has something special like that. That would be, yeah. I ain't mad at it. Yes, it is. She stole that shit from me five times, and it's only she only got away with it because she used to buy me sneakers. Mm. Damn, that sounds like me and yeah, my sister. <laughs> hey yo, uh, let's see. So next up, we got Neo. Um, well, I'll just play the song, but uh, I want to ask you guys a couple things about it. Get down like that. Ooh, this is his first album, right? Man, comparing music to er, from now to early nineties is it, R and B has really lost its way. Thank God for Chris Brown. Chris Brown, Ty Dolla, Trey Songz when before the last two three albums. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, um, do you feel like that Neo kind of was replaced by the Dream being like a go to person? Mm, that's a good question because he did used to write a lot. Does he still write? What does he do now? I, yo, you know what? I think he like doing like international shit now. Like, I want like, he's not really out there anymore. It's kind of crazy because of the impact that he had in the early and late 2000s. And then he just kind of, like, tapered off. But they both kind of came out around the same time. Like, Dream's album and this album, like, uh, Love and Hate, and this came out around the same time. And they were both, like, popular at the same time. So I can't really say that Dream took over. I mean, as far as, like, all right, so I'm looking at it in the perspective of, you know how... Okay, what did Neo write? Neo wrote, what, Irreplaceable? Irreplaceable, yeah. And then Dream was just writing so much for everybody else. He wrote Rihanna stuff. And even now, mm -hmm. you can catch a Dream. I mean, I, I, recently I heard that Dream's newest album, The Sex Thingy, is Sexcapade? I don't, I don't want to misquote it. But his newest album, people love it. But the fact that we like see him out there, and even if you don't see him out there, he's with Jay-Z, and he's had... Helpings on the recent Rock Nation albums and stuff like that. Then it's just Neo, and like Neo is just like, like not really around in the forefront, or even in the background. I really don't hear too much about Neo. Huh. 
Mm. That nigga probably got tired of being called gay and started performing overseas or some shit. Like, <laughs> hey, yo, I remember at high school, they said that he, and when we were in high school, I, I heard that one of my friends, I don't know, I always hold on to this shit, it might be a lot, but they say he had sex with every girl in his high school graduating class. Wow. <laughs> But, oh, that's a lot of pics, man. That's a lot of vaginas. <laughs> right. Nobody graduated a virgin? Like, first off, y'all like, this, this like, yo, alien case. Because that nigga look like a ninja turtle. What? In your graduating class, my nigga. Like, you wildin'. I was attractive in high school. I didn't even think about hitting half the chicks in my graduating class. You wildin', nigga. That's gotta be a lie. You look like a whole Ninja Turtle, my nigga. Bitches won't get That is the wrong nigga to get headbutt by. You are absolutely right. That head is... You definitely got to get staples after that. collection. And you're dying. Look at that fucking Hasim Rockman knot on your face. Shout out to Baltimore. Hobo. But next up, we got Case. Happily Ever After. Damn, R&B don't play no games with instrumentals. They just let the shit go. Thoughts on Case. And the whole Death Soul ah. era. Yeah. Go ahead, Stacey. Talk that shit. I want him and Foxy back together again. I just, it was just, I still have that damn CD in a storage here right now. It was just, it was fun. Because, yeah. like, yeah. one second you could turn around to dance to this dude, the next second you could turn around and be hand in hand with your man. Like, it was just dope. Hmm. What are your thoughts on Def Soul as a record label in that that uh, era of Def Soul? Oh, you mean? Uh, no, I'm just thinking specific. Honestly, I don't have. I don't think I have a specific opinion because who else was on Def Soul besides Case? Who else? Can you uh, Drew Hill. Music. Uh, music. Martel Jordan. Um, uh, Kelly Price. Who else? Um, Kelly Price. Oh, hell yeah! Yeah, man, that's when Def Jam had music by the balls. Yeah. That's when you still had the calendar. Anybody had the Def Jam calendar? Anybody used to get the Def Jam calendar? Yo, you, I don't have a calendar, but I have this poster. Um, it's a Rockefeller poster, like the later years of Rockefeller. It must have been around blue, um, the Black Album because it had everybody on there. So, all right, so boom. When um, Kevin Louse is from up here, and he named, he got the Woodlawn Stadium is actually named the Kevin Louse Stadium, and what? the opening. Uh, game, I believe, was Milford versus Woodlawn, or if I'm correct. But during that same time, DMX was down here doing the Where Your Hood At video. And they had all these Def Jam posters circle around the high school. Um, and I remember grabbing them. I remember getting a Scarface poster because they did like a Scarface soundtrack when they reissued Scarface, the movie. And um, it was a Rockefeller one. They had MOP, ODB, oh, wow. The Young Gun, State Property, Hove. Bleak. If I could find, if I could find it, I'm pretty sure it's downstairs somewhere. I I'll post it. But yeah, man. Um, but yeah, De Death Soul. I love Death Soul, and I never forget in one of Kelly Price albums, 
it's like a bonus track. And in that bonus track, it has everyone that was signed to Death Soul on this one song. It was a video for it, too. Uh, I believe it's called Set You Free. Um, and, and like... Cisco sunk his motherfucking heart out on that on that chorus. I'm sure he did. Yeah, right. Here we go. Oh, right. Shout out to Cisco. Hey, yeah. Shout out to Drew Hill. Drew World Order. Still one of my favorite R&B albums. Even though Hov kicked him off. But whatever. <laughs> it was so crazy seeing them niggas. They was like fucking neighbors. I think everybody in Baltimore was like so used to seeing them niggas. Like, nigga, you was just on the radio. Why are you right next to me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Drew Hill, man. Them niggas was definitely outside. Those are only R&B niggas. I ain't met a lot of R&B niggas. But them niggas was outside everywhere. Like, yes, I was sir. everywhere in Baltimore. Them niggas was there. Yeah, and not just in their hood. Like, them niggas was nah, everywhere. Exactly. Being outside, normal people. Yeah. <laughs> right? Fact. Fact. Being normal people. That's a fact. Yeah, I'm Make some great music, man. Yeah, man. So, uh... Next up, we got the Gap Band, early in the morning. There you go. Look at, look at them shoes. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Different shades to Charlie Wilson. <laughs> What'd you say, Stacey? No, I didn't say that. I was giggling. Yo, this nigga got it. Who, who designed this shit? Is this supposed to be smoke or negative? I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> That's Charlie, but like, yo, what is, what's up with the, what's up with the effects? With the I'm effects? not sure. Niggas was playing with filters back then. Like. I was about to say, well, watercolor. That's what it looked like. Half his chest is powder blue. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sad. All right, let me. <laughs> So I seen Charlie Wilson at the at the Grammys. My man had the the crazy chain with the, the R and the W. I said, "Yo, went the RFK Jewelers." <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would love to see Charlie Wilson perform live, though. What? Definitely. I want to hear outstanding. I want to hear all that old shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's gotta be amazing. Uh, next up, we have the dramatics in the rain. Here they go with all this intro and shit. Come on, bro. Do y'all know who sampled that? Let's take a pause real quick. There we go, Stacy. That's why I love you. This is this is why. This is why. Beanie Siegel sampled that on the Solution album. I believe it's Solution album. It's uh, it's. Beanie Siegel, Rel, and Bun B. Flip on this. Uh, flip on it. Uh, it's called Purple Rain. It had talking about like uh, the consumption of lean. Promethazine. Yes, sir. Uh, but here we go. Keeps me lazy. In the rain. 
like when it comes to sampling, because I want to I, I want to talk about this a little in depth. Do you feel like um, when it comes time to I understand people getting their proper pay for sampling, but do you feel like it kind of interrupts the creativity of people when it comes to the, when it comes to the breakdown of the money when it comes to sampling? That was the best part about the mixtape days is that yeah. they they couldn't clear the sample so they would throw away the song and give it to us on a mixtape and then the wow. song start to bubble and then it's like now this person that they sampled they gotta go back to it because it didn't gain so much traction in the streets bye, bye. that they're like oh it might be money in this for me but it's like they done threw away the record you know right, right, exactly. you know right. the mixtape era did a lot for everybody Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. I really wish we could get back to it, but you know, it's it's, it's certain guys. It's, it's certain guys trying to bring it back. I see it, but it's like it's it's different now. Like mixtapes are are albums now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, but it's certain guys I've seen um actually like with that mixtape format, that mixtape artwork. You know what I mean? Like recently, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm hoping. You know what I mean? It, it uh. Do the follow suit because that'll definitely be healthy for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, man. So um, next up, uh, I think we have to do. Uh, no, not yet. We have cut close. I like. Mm. Hit it with a DJ clue. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, people. That was a good year, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was doing shit I shouldn't have been doing. All right, cut close. Surrender is the album. Uh, that that didn't help neither. Um, <laughs> they were signed to Electra. Uh, it's a beautiful song. Uh, Norm, uh, you like the song? Because obviously Stacy does. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do your thing, girl, blood. You was young, man. You really dog. Like, shit happens. 
Next up, I believe that's me. Um, Brian McKnight, the only one for me. Oh God! Wait, 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 wait. Say they probably around like maybe a little bit younger than me or something like that. I don't know. But um Brian McKnight, R and B artist Brian McKnight, larger than life at one point. Um singing in NBA All Star games, if I'm correct, doing the national anthems, being on Martin. What impact did Brian McKnight have on R and B and how do you feel like he's being appreciated now? Like you don't hear too many things about Brian McKnight nowadays. No, definitely. Yeah, I don't think he's really much appreciated at this point. I can't think of a significant or specific form of impact right off the top of my head though. Do you I'm think he just falls to the wayside of being like an R and B artist that, you know, <laughs> Was was just around. There was so much talent during that era that he was just around. I can agree with that. I can't agree with that. I no, go ahead. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just, you know, what I mean, talking on. You know how I talk. Go ahead. No, I'm just agreeing with Corey. Like, I can't. I can't think of like an opposing thought or anything that would counter that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, is it? I mean, eighty nine. This is off. Of, I'm assuming this is like a greatest hits. It says from there to here, and it's, it says 1989 to 2002. So during that era, like, it's so much R&B talent that came out that it's kind of kind of hard to... Shit, it's hard to pinpoint a record, like, without hearing it. They'll be like, oh, it's, it's Brian McKnight. This is my favorite song. It's not like, yeah. like say, like, Montel Joy, and you yep. hear that song, and you're like, oh, shit, you can... Right, right. You don't, you yeah, know. there's no go-to Brian McKnight song. Yeah. <laughs> We have woo, Tommy Campbell back to the world. Oh, this nigga had the mystical hair on this joint. <laughs>
Okay, one. Have y'all ever heard this song before? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see when this album came. This album came out in 1996. So, um, I don't feel like Tevin Campbell adjusted to being a, an adult in in music. Um, with him, you know, having his records when he were young, when he was younger, it was like he couldn't he couldn't grow with us. He it is it didn't seem like he. He understood how to grow with us, being an artist. Another thing that didn't help either was I'm Ready was mm. such a good album. Like yes. it was, I'm Ready was such a good album. Like I, I heard this song before, and it was like, like you said, I guess when he was trying to adjust, like the music just didn't. It was nowhere near as good as his first album, as mm-hmm. like preteen, preteen Tevin. It just wasn't. Mm. Yeah, I don't. It's really unfortunate to this. It's so unfortunate because he, I'm ready. Like, like you can't. I don't. I don't know. Like, he had. Didn't he do the remake of um, of uh, Stevie Wonder? I want to say. Yeah, I don't want to bore you. Yeah. So, you know. So it's kind of like, you. it, It seemed like. He put so much in the beginning of the race, he couldn't finish the race. Yeah. You know, and it, it's kind of unfortunate because, you know, the music was so great, like you said. So, you expect that to continue, but like most artists, you know, they kind of run out of gas. He has a live mm-hmm. album, too, which is, that's kind of crazy. Tevin Campbell live album from 2013. Can we talk? Hmm. Can you tell that was the that, that, that's that I'm ready album. Like that mm-hmm. first album was so damn mm-hmm. good. Oh god. Oh god. Nick about to start sticking his heart out. Um uh next up, Stacy we have the uh raw brown sugar pick of the week. Yes. And we are going with What's that? Brown sugar. Brown sugar by D'Angelo. Mm, here we go. <laughs> oh shit, wait, damn. damn. Wait, no, no, not that. Wait, wait, sorry. I was trying to. My bad. <laughs> Like any other way that I be kissing when I'm kissing what I'm missing, won't you listen? Brown sugar, 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 on D'Angelo as an artist. I know Norm, you say that is your favorite R&B artist, but what are your thoughts on D'Angelo nowadays? Um, he, uh, he surprised, I don't want to say he surprised me, but he really caught me off guard. Um, when he, he got out of jail, I was nervous because a lot of artists don't really, especially like an R&B singer, you know what I mean? That was kind of unheard of. It's kind of tough for them to, you know what I mean? 
find their identity again back in music. And this nigga came out with a classic album again. Like, yo, what the fuck? How do you do that? You know what I mean? After you ain't been recording for years. So I'm very uh, pleased with that. He got a, he got a song on Red Dead, a new Red Dead Redemption, I think. Uh, one like song of the year for the games or some shit. You know what I mean? D'Angelo is quietly doing his thing, and I'm just as a as a fan, I'm very uh happy to see that because this nigga voice is still the same. And what? Yeah, his style is bananas. Cause D'Angelo will fucking I don't know half the time he got a song on uh on the the Black Vanguard on the Van. You know what I mean? The Vanguard album. Saying it's called a charade. I don't know what he's saying, but he's killing that shit. Like I was reading the comments on YouTube, and it's like, yo, I don't know what this nigga's saying, but he's killing it. And it's just how he's singing. It's kind of like a, uh, like a mumble almost. You know what I mean? But it's like a scat jazz sound on the, on the same note. Like that. That nigga's a fucking artist, man. I love that nigga beat. Hmm. From fucking mm. Virginia. I had no idea. Like yo, yep. singing niggas can sing, man. I feel Isn't like. married to Angie Stone? I think so. Are they are they married? Yeah, I know they was at one point. They might still be. I know I know for a fact they were though. That's pretty dope. Uh, I know they had a kid ago. I didn't know if they were married or not. Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, shit. Shout out to Angelo. Uh, thank you for replacing Robert Kelly on this Word. genius playlist. Mm. Um, next up we have Division Body Smile. Producer, the one of the guys in the group is a producer, and he produced a lot for uh, Drake. Um, Nineteen eighty-five. Uh, they are sounding OVO though. Um, let's see, release day division. Excuse me. Um, they made they actually appeared on Faithful on Views. I believe that's the song that that actually has Pimp C on it. Um. I remember listening to like one of their first albums. I mean, it's pretty good. Um, I'm pretty much it. Like, I, it's one of them things you gotta really like sit down. It, they're like good smoking music if I smoked or something like that. And if you were sad and shit, I'm sold now. <laughs> like, if you were sad and shit like that, like it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> next up we have uh, cameo single life. Oh. Every little thing you do makes me smile. And if I had my way, baby, I'd tie you up for a while. I'd take you through the paces one by one. I don't want to get too serious. I just like having fun. Yeah, yeah. 
feel like all cameo songs sound the same. Yeah, he got that last black. They still be saying Roger still be doing his thing though, even though they all do. It's the it's the um it's the BPM. They around the same BPM. Ah, okay. Oh, that makes uh, sense. And they said that, that 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 snare. I don't know if it's the same one, but they sound really similar. It's that last slap. It's almost like a clap on a trash can, almost. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's that's probably why. That's why I hear it too, bro. Um, let's see. Next up, we got D'Angelo cruising. Nope, he's bad. <laughs> about the brown sugar album if i was to if i was in a store and i picked up d'angelo album if i picked up this brown sugar album what can you tell me about this album before i actually listen to it what exactly shit damn motherfucker cruising brown sugar like oh my god like yeah norm summed it up that shit is a movie it's like you go through all these different feelings just listening to it but you can listen to the whole thing like you don't even it's over before you realize it yep mm. yep 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 mm. motherfucking lady on you like oh what the fuck like the shit come on you got all right like it sound like it feels like the the intro of brown sugar like, like movie though you know what i mean and then you got fucking what else is on there uh, jones and my bones niggas like, i don't know Son, this is really a movie, bro. It's such a such a great album, and yeah, it's his timeless. I was literally listening to it earlier. It's smoking, you know what I mean? For me, I'm low key and shit. I listen to it on fucking YouTube. So niggas won't see me in my fucking like what norm listening to this nigga in his feelings. Like, nah, nigga, I just like good music when I'm high. You know what I mean? But listen to it on YouTube and shit, and YouTube take you through a wormhole. You know what I'm saying? It's just taking me through D'Angelo land. I'm like, oh, this nigga made some great music, bro. The great. Hey, Low, fucking uh, he 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 has a, a talent of doing covers and sounding just as good, if not better than the original song. You know what I mean? That nigga can do that well. You know what I'm saying? That nigga's a, yeah, like I said before, he's an artist, man. Um, shout out to D'Angelo, man. He has that. Like I always said before, that article that he did in GQ, man, is one of the dopest uh, interviews I've ever read in my life. Honestly, um. Next up, we got a new edition. Can you stand the rain? The birds chirping and shit. Actually owns the name Word. of New Edition. Really? 
Um, I, I believe my dad was telling me that, and that's why they have this new group, RB something like that. It's like four to three or four of the members. Hold on, let me Google that. need my part. Yep. And I need somebody. That's a fact. Yep. Them too. Always, baby. What you gonna do? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, do the body roll to this. Hold up, hold up, hold up. She can't stand the rain. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Alright, so I. <laughs> and I know. God damn it. Um, but yes. I am correct to a certain degree. Johnny Gill and Ralph Tresvant's own new edition name and remaining group admits dropping a ball after the movie. We should have capitalized on it. That's crazy. How do y'all not... Mm. So this expansion group that I was telling you about, Ronnie DeVoe, Bobby Brown, Ricky Bell, and Mike Bibbins, R-B-R-M. <laughs> I, have, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, so they're genius. How? Yeah. But who? This just don't make sense. Like, mm. how did that fly with all those people? Exactly. How with anybody in the world? Like, yeah. as you know, us is going to tour on at this time. Trust me, I tell you, they are just disappointed as you guys, especially after pouring out our hearts. In the form of the new edition story, we know that we've come. It's bet, it's excellence from us. Let's see. Yeah, these niggas are idiots. Basically, I'm sorry. Um, next up we have. Man, my niece is crying. Um, where we at? Uh, permission. Roll James. Testing. Um, Ro James. I like him. I actually saw him when he was here in Atlanta. Well, it was him and Janae Aiko. Really? That motherfucker sounds just like his album. That's like, rare. He, he can sing. Wow. Oh. That, that's another thing. How many R&B 
concerts have you guys gone to? I I don't think I've ever been to an R and B concert. Um, do y'all feel like with R&B concerts, that's something that you have, that, that has to be like a date night kind of thing? No, I went with friends. Hmm. I went with like, yeah, I went with a homegirl and a, and a, and a homegirl. I went with like two other friends. But, I mean, would I go on a date to an R&B concert? Hell yeah, I would. Yeah, that'd be a dope date. Yeah, that'd that's wild sexy. Thing? That's wild sexy. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, there's definitely gonna be some sweaty things happening after that, especially if you have a during that concert. Yeah, them right there, baby girl, take them off. Yeah, it might happen in the car. Yeah, I'm with that too. I got prophylactic, baby. Oh man, if you say you're allergic, I got lamb skin too. Yes, though, we got the great R&B legend, king of R&B, Bobby Brown. Rock with you. Oh, body roll part three. (laughs) Oh, I can't pump to this one. (laughs) That sounds so horrible. Course, Bob. Hold up, hold up. Yeah. What's it? What's that? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. During this whole time period, Jacquees, Jacquees. Saying that he's the king of R&B. Was there any mention of Bobby Brown in the conversation? Mm, God damn. Oh, I don't think it was, bro. Shit. Man, that should have been. Because he 
This album was amazing. He's had hit after hit after hit after hit after like he has so many hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many. Crack it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crack it all. <laughs> <laughs> that slipped through my hands. That's it. I'm pretty sure, man, look, there's a lot of the motherfuckers that's on crack, boy, and some of the fucking best music we got was either crack or cocaine-induced. Right, Rick James. I'm saying, like, shouts to y'all niggas smoking that fucking rock, creating the art. I don't know nothing about what that feels like, so I can only imagine how your mind goes. Y'all niggas are legends. Fucking legends. Smoking crack in the studio. Bobby, yo. Come on, bro. You the fucking man, son. Fuck. Don't be cruel. Man, she was talking to them chicks, bro. Every little step. Come on, son. This nigga. I'm not gonna lie. I like them with Ja Rule, too. Don't judge me. Ooh. I love that fucking <laughs> No, I ain't judging you because I loved it, too. <laughs> I know you're getting bored. Like, Dealing with them. Nigga. <laughs> 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 you just, you just no, oh, you see, miss my love and my dog and dog and love it. You did hit it. You did just hit the nose. Did not. No, thank God. Hey, yo, I felt that. I internalized pre-crack. Oh, that was definitely crack era Bobby, but still. Yeah, that job was swinging all through that video. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga was, that nigga was knee sliding, yo. <laughs> Jumping out of helicopters. Hey, you God! <laughs> Word to God! Yo. Bobby the goat. Yo. Bobby the goddamn goat. <laughs> That's the we got. God, peace of my love. Name that simple. Oh, wait a minute. Shit. Yes, she did. Recent too. Yeah, you thinking too hard. That's why. I am. You, I'm, I'm guarantee you right here. You'll realize it. Stacy, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I feel like I'm supposed to know, but it's you not should. coming to me. I've been waiting all night, that's all night, though. Oh, <laughs> time dollars, time. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, girl, don't keep me waiting no more. Hey. <laughs> um, guy, man. Um, Teddy Raleigh. Teddy Raleigh, man. Um... A very decorative, damn, I use that word? <laughs> a very decorative um, producer and songwriter. Um, thoughts on Teddy Riley and Guy? Teddy Riley just, it goes back to what um, I was saying about the case, like around that time, just like going back and forth. I mean, you know what? Because he is the, isn't he the creative New Jack Swing pretty much? Yes. Like he's the person who introduced us to being able to dance to singing dudes. Uh-huh. Right. So legendary automatically mm -hmm. on top of the talent. Mm -hmm. Like you make music history. Yeah, that's real. That's mm -hmm. real. For the longest time I thought Teddy Riley was from Virginia. He's actually from Harlem. Mm. 
Word, I thought he was from Virginia too. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, he yeah, just moved down to Virginia and you know. It's called the Rock Shaker. It's, it's like sweeter than candy. <laughs> well, you know that was Pharrell's first written song? That was yes. his first song for a living room? Yes, which is crazy. Right. <laughs> like, right. It's crazy. He was 19. I got a question. What did Pharrell produce last year to get producer of the year this year at the Grammys? Happy. Was that last year? No. You know, Happy was Happy was like 2013. Yeah, that's what really? I'm saying. Why is, like, so, why is that shit so embedded in my head? Probably we heard that shit for so long. Yeah. Oh my god, I swear it felt like it came out 2017. Yeah. Some people still play. You know, once they get a hold of something, it never dies. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Donald Trump. No racism. <laughs> Yeah, for real, he's thinking they damn sure for real was like, stop playing my shit. Like, nah, don't, don't do that. Nah, yeah, don't do that. What, what you that doing? Was. Oh, fuck what was. you call. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he won producer of the year. Um, and I, I was puzzled. I was like, well, dude, what the fuck did he do in order to get that? Let me look this up. Yeah? I was confused. I was really confused. I was like, what the fuck? I don't know what he did. In the meantime, in between time, moving right along, we can come back to that. Cause I was, I didn't get a chance to look it up, but I was confused as shit. I was like, "What the fuck?" Next up, we have woo, John B. Someone to love. Mm. Man, that came in strong. to say that uh first off shout out to me using big words this episode um uh <laughs> um john b sounds so, could be like the white baby face yeah pretty much they're stepbrothers right about to say. they are they're, yeah that's how they all wind up together they were like in some sort of like groupish like some sort of like what like his brothers and some shit like that back in the day wow they're stepbrothers wow yeah, hell yeah. I'm sidebar. A lot of black people are stupid because they didn't know John B was was white. I, I'm assuming just a generation of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found all of the songs Pharrell produced last year. We are slow because this nigga actually was busy last year. Really? Like what? Oh, Babyface is on that song. That's why. Anyway. Oh, that made you. That's what made you uh, feel like he sounded like him. But yeah. They were like in some sort of group of like uh his brothers. I gotta find that too, but I'm looking it, it up. Was, but anyway, go ahead. What was you saying about John? Um yeah, it's just a stir fry, eight shit, nice. Most oh. of the Justin Timberlake album, most of the Ariana Grande album, oh. uh Quavo song, Skeletons by Travis Scott. Oh. Uh yeah, all of that last year. That's why he got Oh it. shit, the first three songs, I knew them songs. Like, what the fuck? He did do stir fry. Damn. And he did on the 
the Carter's album. What the fuck is contemporary hip hop? I guess it's alternative. I don't know. That's what they won at the Grammys. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's weird. Yeah, that that's really weird. Yeah. We'll wait till the end of the episode to talk about the Grammys. Real small, small conversation about that. Um, next up we have Soul for Real. Every little thing I did. Produced the the number one song. He produced he produced uh Candy Rain. I didn't know that he did a remix to it, and they were they were signing Uptown. That's why. Okay. Bye. Yeah, they signed to Uptown. Um. Mm, they say under they were signed to move the independent label Chrome Dome Records. After being distribution by Tommy Boy, music fell through. Warlock Records took over distribution in '99. The group formed the label. Yeah. There, there we go back to you know R&B groups, R&B groups, pop groups, boy bands. They aren't, they aren't um, made mention of often. Mm. One of them now owns. Actually, uh, Bree, Bri, Brian is quietly resigning in Atlanta, Georgia, now proud owner of Naomi's Caribbean Cuisine. Oh, that's pretty dope. Maybe you could check that out while you're out there, Stacey. I don't know where that's at. But, um, yeah, shout out to them. Um, next up, we have Bobby Valentino, now known as Bobby V. Want Bobby. you to know me. Disturbing the peace. Oh, my ideas on Bobby Valentino. I feel like he kind of is just like an average artist, and it's like whatever when it comes to Bobby Valentino. Yeah, his greatest accomplishment to me really was slow down. Yeah. After that, I'm kind of like it. Yeah, that beat was hard. Yeah, that and uh, the town me joint. Yeah. Um, and, and the wee, 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 Miss Officer. Oh, yeah, when he was with uh, Lil Wayne, yeah. Mm. yeah. When I get up bowling, yeah. <laughs> just, I, just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, mm. I, mm. yeah, moving right along. Bobby Valentino is an interesting <laughs> character. Uh to say the least. Yeah, uh, seen in footage. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> that stuff we have, Jamie Foxx, Warren Big. Charlie Paul. Charlie Paul. Wait, Charlie Paul? Charlie Paul. 
<laughs> there, there go my part. <laughs> I feel like that belongs on every song. Thoughts on Jamie Foxx as an R&B artist, and that's it. That's pretty dope, man. I know. Um, I know they said before he I like, actually like came with. He had er- he had an early album in the nineties, um. But before he came with the Unpredictable and all those the newer albums, they say he had a recording studio in his house, and he would allow artists to just he would just want them to come to his house just to record a lot of their songs, and that's pretty much how he got back in the groove of things. And then he was on slow jams, and that pretty much was like the the takeoff for him again. But the fact that he can do music and act is amazing. You know all the all the singing that he did on Jamie Foxx show and stuff. Right. It it came it came in handy moving on in his career. Even on some of his stand up, because when he had a piano on a stage, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. 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 I'll edit it. You know what? I'm gonna reverse it. <laughs> you said you should do what? It's like yo. So I had the Timberlands on standing. I gotta edit all this shit out now. <laughs> That's it all. That's it all. That stuff we got, Cisco, is love enough off of. Jesus Christ. Uh, Unleash the Dragon. This nigga didn't waste no time seeing it. Just hear the Baltimore in this nigga voice. Nigga put that you. You know that nigga from Baltimore. You. (laughs) Nigga added way, way more use. You. (laughs) Just hear the accent in this nigga. Just hear, just, just hear the North Avenue in this nigga voice. Um, what was I about to say? Okay, this is going to be a good question. Do you feel like it's fair now, at this very moment in 2019, to compare Drew Hill and Jodeci? Yeah, yeah, definitely, like, not even on no, like, intentionally comparing shit. Mm-hmm. Just the, the sound, like, that, how Cisco sing, that's, you hear that shit, like, you got to be a fool to try to deny that, you know what I mean? Every time mm-hmm. I listen to the next, like, yeah. I know who you was listening to growing up. You know what I'm saying? But 
They it's not like them niggas made bad music. If they was like a trash group, then I'd be like, nah, I don't compare them niggas to Jodeci. But nah, them niggas they they held their own. They carry their own fucking torch. You know what I mean? Jazz would be JoJo and and uh and um Cisco would be KC. But wait, Nokia was the producer. But who was the producer out of Nokia? Jo- there was a, oh Devonta out of out of There was a the tall slim one whose name I could not remember right now. Uh, either Devonte or Dalvin. Yeah, I thought like it was Devonte. Yeah, I think so too. So um. But yeah, I always I feel like that music is timeless, both both groups. But I didn't. Um, I I feel like with when it came to comparing them, I feel like it was. I mean, them sounded similar, but now looking at both of their careers moving forward, I feel like Jodeci and Drew Hill is a great comparison. I kind of feel like music wise, because Jodeci didn't have that many albums. I feel like they had about. I think Drew Hill may have one more album than they put out. Um. But I feel like now looking back, it's it's okay to compare their career their careers. Um, lastly, for the twenty fifth song, Happy Valentine's Day, the Dream Foreplay. Probably should have replaced this one too. <laughs> oh yeah, cause he damn sure damn. Damn. <laughs> you know, it ain't too late. Yeah, free pick. Well, I mean, I already know what. Well, I don't know, Norm, if you got a suggestion before I just bogart that goddamn. Uh, no, Stacy, I trust your judgment. All right, I think I got it. I want to say soon as I get home by faith. Okay. Coming right up. Man, I'm like, dang, this song, uh oh. <laughs> there we go. Let's go, Faith. this year and I'm gonna go to a club I need to go to an older club meet me in Faith Evanish Mary J Blige-ish woman and just you know see her do all the 93 dances that I, I know she got in her you know um I, I, I'm, I'm here for you <laughs> I'm, I'm just jumping in the bracket of the age but uh love me now <laughs> cause you're gonna love me now like it's all I have <laughs> 
I know you're gonna kiss me when I'm gone. You're gonna love me now. Like it's all I have. Yeah. Over here, Norm, for Corey now. What? That's what I wanted to know. How, how many years has it been now? We old now, bitch. I think I met Norm when we was like, I was like 15? Yeah, I was definitely 15. I'm about to be 31 next month. Yeah, bro. 15 years, baby. You feel like. Fucking years, bro. Shit, real. Bro. Yeah, man. So, um. A lot it, of damn laughs. Yeah, bro. man. What? I just, I just want, I just want to put that in the atmosphere, and um, <clears throat> I'm not even gonna call you baby girl, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> if you are in the Atlanta area, I'll see you soon. <laughs> we got family oh, down there, baby. In Shit, there's plenty of those down there. They do them a lot to it, like um, at, like some of these hotels. There. I don't, that ain't hard. Yes, to sir. Back in Atlanta, boy, we went to fucking restaurant mode. <laughs> like, oh, this what y'all got in here? <laughs> <laughs> I barely even made it out the airport. Y'all really did not get a chance to like really like do the city. Like I wanted y'all to do like so much more. Atlanta has so much to offer. We coming back. Yeah, we coming back. Yeah. We coming back. And don't put on twenty four hours No 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 no. We getting two days. We getting two days. I'm racking up my points right now. Me and Norm is coming. I gets me a case. Because <laughs> I know when we come next time, it's going to be warmer. So yes, be sir. More. Yes. yes. More. Look, man, Atlanta, I love y'all. Y'all was so friendly and warm to niggas and polite. You know what I mean? It was nice. Y'all had on coats. Y'all spoiled. <laughs> Cut out. That nigga had on a triple fat goose. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, I say shit like goddamn now, and I'm trying to tell you. Yo. Like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm the, go, the goddamn, whoa. Oh, my gosh. I'm laughing at that shit so funny because of the context. Y'all niggas be like, we went outside today at 2 o'clock, and goddamn, you know what I mean, Junior fucking came up the street. Yo, you don't put goddamn there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I love that shit because y'all just be like, fuck it. Oh, man, I love that shit. Yeah, so when niggas say tell him, when they say tell him, like tell, no tell him. So it's an O in there. I try to tell. Yeah, It's like we not finishing words out here. All right, I'm trying to tell you. All right, man. Before we close the show, I do have a question. Thoughts on album, rap album of the year, Cardi B. Hmm. Well. This is a safe zone. <laughs> I mean, we know why she won. Because the reality of it is, I mean, like, she had a broader reach. And we all know once you get that fan base, you win. And she, I'm not going to say she didn't work hard for it. She didn't deserve it. It just wasn't the best rap album. Thank you. That's all it was. Like, Nipsey should have won or Pusha should have won to me. Like, uh-huh. either one of those would have made more sense to me as far as, like, what we consider quality rap music to be. But I'm not mad that she won either. 
Yeah. I agree 100%. I, I feel like... I feel like it was it was the safest answer to the to the uh, to the category. I also feel like that. Okay, prime example. People are saying like, "Yeah, she deserved it." I'm not. I'm not knocking her. But what I'm also saying: Are we going off of her story, or are we going off her music? That's the difference thing. That's the difference to me because it's like we can. We can go off of the fact that the album itself was good, or we could go off the fact that her story is being a stripper and being on reality television, which is pretty much a graveyard. The show is a graveyard and having a hit record. We could go off of that, or we could go off of judging other music. Now, that that's my biggest thing. And I feel like anybody that congratulated her, they all were saying stuff about the story, not the records. You feel me? Like... It was like, oh, girl from the Bronx, this, that, and the thirds, or stripper. This. Yeah, that's cool. But let's judge the music. Let's judge the fact that these guys have put their all in the music, and there's no additional writers. I'm pretty sure people are going to bring up the Drake thing, but Drake still writes. You feel me? Like, she's openly admitted to not writing these records. Like, having input... And actually having somebody write it is two different things. Now, if you're going to use the Drake reference, that's cool. But Drake also has written for other people. Like, we got to be fair. You feel me? So that was my biggest thing. That was my only reason. I don't feel like she should have won Best Rap Album. You feel me? Like, not when there are rappers. First of all, the category was kind of like really weird. Like, as far as, like, candidates for the album of the year. So, I mean, teach his own. What was it? Drake, Mac Miller, Nipsey, pushing who else besides her? Uh, Travis Scott. Oh. It's so, the Grammys, man. Yeah. It's the Grammys. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what? she put up numbers. Those, I mean, those songs sold, you know, so. I will say that. Yellow was fucking... Stupid! I got so tired of him and that. Like, yeah, hmm. the numbers don't lie. She definitely did a thing, but I agree with y'all. I mean, it wasn't the best rap album. You know what I'm saying, hmm. definitely agree. But yeah, definitely hell no, hell but, no, uh, hell no. Oh, I was about to say this shit wasn't recording. I was about to say I was about to be hurt. It recorded though. Jesus Christ. Um, but um, yes, this is it. Um, make sure you listen to, um, what's, what's the title of you and Hustle's, uh, episode? We got one yet? No, I haven't come up with it yet. Yeah, we in the same boat, ain't we? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, it's gotta happen, but it ain't happening now. Yeah, so, uh, check out Stacey's newest episode, Raw Brown Sugar. Check out, uh, Relevant Regulars. Uh, my man, Mouse and HY, those fellas over there give great content anywhere from hip-hop, sports, entertainment, anything you want to talk about, check out them in their newest episodes. Go buy, not stream, go buy Norm's two new singles. Um, Give them the names, Norm, and where they can find it. Uh, he said what he said. 
That's a fact. That is a fact. Yeah, that is a fact. Um, go buy. I, I mean, it's cool. What? Why am I? Why I'm making more emphasis on the word buy instead of stream is because the average artist does not make money off of the streaming of it. Um, it's cool. But just buy it. It's ten dollars. Y'all, y'all spend ten dollars in y'all little dirt ass weed. You feel me? Like y'all could buy my album. You could buy Norm singles. You feel me? Lunch costs more than ten dollars nowadays. Yeah. You feel me? You got ten dollars. You can you can hit up Apple. Here's my thing, and I'm gonna say this shit, and I don't care how many times I'm gonna say it. You guys repost artists that you don't know personally. On your social media, and it's people that put out stuff that you know personally. That's why I don't fuck with half of y'all. That's why. Because y'all do stupid shit like that. Or be an artist yourself and don't don't support another artist. But they do it out of love and you don't do it. I don't understand it. But that's neither here nor there. And I'm, trust me, we'll get around to you. Because this shit gonna work for us regardless. <laughs> with or without your support, it's gonna work. It does not matter. It doesn't. But... Like I said, go buy. You can stream it too. It's on all streaming platforms, but buy. Buy, 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 buy. <laughs> buy my album, Baltimore County Forever Presents, In Search of Love RS, featuring the band, um, Norm and Stacy and Trina. Gang, gang. Um, we, we got something special really coming. Uh, group album on the way. Uh, Chris got his spoken word album coming. Really soon, um, I feel like we don't, we really Rockefeller, <laughs> like, really real live Rockefeller, you know. Y'all niggas can act like y'all don't see it. Mm -hmm. Y'all see it. Like, trust me, I look. Y'all niggas always come around. Mhm. Mm it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And and I tell you this right here. Be fair. If you do if you do stuff with people, be fair. Like with this album, everybody has been. Everybody gets their proper credit. So, in order for you to continue to do good business, start by doing good business. You feel me? That That's the biggest thing. Make sure people get their credit for the ideas that they have started. Or the ideas that they are involved in. Make sure you do that to your people. You'll never lose, you'll never lose a genuine friend off of that, ever. Cutting your own legs short. Uh-huh, so now you're in a wheelchair, Jimmy. Ooh! Baltimore County forever. I love y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. And of course, happy birthday, baby Corey. Woo, I love you. <laughs>